Making mastery learning a reality one day at a time. Hey guys, John Bergman here, and uh, it's been an interesting week. And you might notice that I have not posted a podcast for a little bit, and that's because I literally have been sick. I've not been this sick in like 10 years, where I've been like laying in bed sick. And, and so I came back to class, mastery classroom with my students, and my students, shall we say, didn't uh, do as much work as I'd hoped they'd done while I was in bed with the substitute. I, I mean, I left videos for them to do, and many of them, I mean, some did great, right? But many of them did not. And so here's something I did that uh, I didn't work, let's just say. So I decided to catch them all up. So we've been, we're studying something in our chemistry classes that is very highly conceptual. It can get like, like tricky in the way you think. It's definitely, from a Bloom's taxonomic perspective, pretty high on the, uh, the scale. Really analysis level type questions. And we had three distinct lessons that each had its own level of uh, complexity. Um, it's, it's level seven. And I thought, okay, I'm going to make sure that they get each. So, I, so let's all open up and let's look at level 7.1. What I did, guys, is I, I did something that Cardinal really gets mastery is I kind of like tried to lecture with them. I said, all right, let's just, let's just go through this as a whole class. Most of them tracked through 7.1. When I moved to 7.2, I was losing them. <laughs> and by 7.3, I mean, I almost spent the entire time talking. And I have not done that in years. But I was just, I mean, I missed a, a week, literally a week of school. And I thought, I got to get these kids caught up. And so I'm going to try and be efficient by doing the lecture thing. And guys, it just didn't work. Um, I mean, I haven't seen the results. Uh, you know, I'm kind of backpedaling even today, trying to figure out how I can get them to make these aha moments in small groups. When they make their aha moments in small groups, they do better than, than the whole group. Now, some of the kids in the whole group got it, but there was too many glazed eyes going, I don't know what language that man is speaking. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, I reverted back to the old way and I'm realizing that I shouldn't have done it. It didn't work and it doesn't work because lecture doesn't work. Uh, they need to have those aha moments in those small groups. I really think there, there's times, you know, I, I still do a little whole group stuff, not much, but I say whole group, it's like we have a question of the day. That just builds community. Uh, I do a demonstration every day in my chemistry classes at least, and that's engaging for the kids. But then they have to then process it on their own. And, and what I'm discovering is that I'm not providing enough space and time for them to process it on their own and to try to me process and then them process all together at the same time when they're not all at the same place cognitively, developmentally, it doesn't work. So I know mastery works, but I reverted to old school and it didn't work. Uh, I should know better, right? I didn't. Hey. Uh, I hope this helps to just say that don't do what I did. Uh, so this podcast is not really as much about what to do, but what not to do in a master classroom. Hey, John Bergman uh, signing out. Uh, you could make mastery learning a reality one day at a time. Hey, please, if you're interested uh, in the podcast, uh, sign up, uh, subscribe, like it, make a comment on iTunes or whatever you're using. Uh, love to hear more. Uh, we'll talk to you.